Well, hi, I'm Kirsten Galloway. Welcome to the Actually I Can podcast. This is a podcast for when you want to be encouraged by hearing someone share a struggle they got through or a goal that they accomplished. And in the process, discovered that actually I can. These are conversations with friends that are just ordinary people, but they're living extraordinary lives. You're listening to episode nine with teacher, coach, athlete, and father, Gary Schmidt. Gary does all these things and many more, and he manages to do them all while fighting a debilitating disease called rheumatoid arthritis, often referred to as RA. This is not your ordinary arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis, or RA, causes joint inflammation and pain, which happens when the immune system doesn't work properly and attacks lining of the joints. The disease commonly affects the hands, knees, or ankles, and usually the same joint on both sides of the body. It also causes fatigue, numbness, and even things like hearing loss. The thing is, if you met Gary on the street, you would probably never know he is in constant pain. Instead, you would see why he is known for his positivity and can-do attitude and his unwavering faith in the Lord. Here's our conversation. That's fine. Okay. Hi, Gary. Hey. How's it going, Kristen? <laughs> Welcome to Actually I Can Podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, okay. So it's this gorgeous summer day. I see all these girls on the tennis court today, and how exciting a new season. Oh, yeah. It's, we've been practicing all week, and super fun having a variety of players, different skills, a lot of beginners. It's so giving, fun. You know, showing their courage out there, trying their best, and... Yeah, that's how I met um, Gary, guys. I my daughter got to play tennis for him. He was so nice to allow her to be like the only person from her school joining his team, and she had an amazing experience. And so um, now my son plays with Gary, and so we are like tennis and Gary go one and one going hand in hand at the Galloway family. Oh so. sure, yeah, and we've become very good friends over the years. It's yes. been really a blessing to. You know, not only know you as a parent, but as a volunteer and to work with your son and your daughter. And so it's been a very, very fun era. Yes, for sure. it has. And um, you've been, you've created a great program. I mean, one of the things I look at these girls outside and I think there's girls here who have never touched a tennis racket. And mm. yet you create a program where they're willing, they're, they're able to try something out and mm. you give them encouragement and skills that they can take tennis into the rest of their lives. So it's really a gift and a cool thing that you have going here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Gary is someone who um, really inspires me, guys, and he is the first guy on the podcast. So I just want to say thank you for the strong start to what is going to be a whole new um, perspective of actually I can. Oh, the guy, good. The guy is a perspective. And the, um, the reason you do inspire me so much, and you know this already, but you battle a lot of health issues and you if you guys were to meet Gary you would never know because he's got this positive attitude energy always up for um, a new challenge works you work so hard I know you do I know you balance a million things you're a coach you're a teacher you're a leader at church you have a family and mm -hmm. all of those things you do with excellence well, thank you so I just want to tell you that and then ask you if you will share with us uh, today about how you find your strength Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you. I, yeah, I'm honored to be able to share my testimony. It's, um, it's a story that I never thought I would have to share. Um, mm -hmm. but life throws you surprises at times and, and, um, 
My life changed dramatically in 2005 when at the peak of my health and peak of my youth. Yeah, you're uh, a young guy. I was a young guy um, <laughs> teaching and um, enjoying family, family four yeah. young kids. Oh. All, uh, they were all under the age of 10. So very busy oh, lifetime boy. at that point. Yeah. And suddenly started getting all sorts of pain and swelling in my hands and my feet and started seeing doctors trying to figure out, well, what's going on? Yeah. Pretty soon I can't grab milk cartons and I can't open up my fingers and I can't put shoes on. And <sighs> so after a few doctor visits, found out that I have rheumatoid arthritis. And those two words didn't really mean anything to me because I didn't, I just thought it would be something that you could take a pill yeah. and you would be fine and you wouldn't really notice it. And yeah. And I was, uh, I was very naive and I... You said your uh, mom went with you. My mom went with me on that appointment and um, she, pretty stoic person. And after the appointment, she started crying and I'm like, well, mom, what's, What's going on? Yeah. She's like, well, that's a horrible disease. And I'm like, it is? <laughs> <laughs> well, who would have known? At 30 yeah. years old, like, people don't get aren't room. Well, I suppose right. they really do. But we don't hear about it a lot. No, you don't. And I think part of it, too, um, I have a son with type 1 diabetes. And I just figured, well, how bad can it be? You know, we've, uh -huh. I've had to learn that disease, and uh -huh. but not necessarily experience it myself. And so yeah. anyway, I, I went on my day. Um, went back to my job and really didn't think about it, but mm -hmm. the pain didn't go away. The swelling didn't go down. Mm. And pretty soon I started listing all the things that I could no longer do. Mm. Um, couldn't play in my men's softball league. Um, gripping a golf club wasn't going to happen. Um, even standing on my feet all day as a teacher was oh, like right. super painful. Um, but shirts, just all yeah. of that. Yes, exactly. And so pretty soon really started getting discouraged and thinking, wow, is this really what the rest of my life is going to be like? Mm -hmm. And started falling into a level of despair. And, you know, mm -hmm. thankfully, God grabbed my arm before I went completely under. Mm. And I think it was on the way to school one day. And I, I wish I could remember exactly where it was. But I just remember in his quiet voice saying, Focus on things that you still can do. Wow. What is something that these disease can't touch? Oh. And he started listing those. Really? He did. Oh my gosh. Your relationship, relationship with your family, your relationship with your students, your faith. Oh, um, and right there, I really didn't need to go any further than that uh -huh. a whole lot. Uh -huh. And for me, it was really empowering knowing that he was going to walk through this with me that you know my life doesn't have to be defined if i could still be a great athlete uh -huh. and all of yeah. that it's hard to let go though it was very hard to let go Especially and, at that age you're like mm -hmm. like you said you're at the peak of your yeah you know life and youth and yeah i loved weightlifting and and that wasn't fun after that so yeah so um absolutely and i would say with that um that just really was a reminder of the things that are, at the end of the day, most important mm -hmm. as far as from an eternal perspective. Not to say there hasn't been times where since then, like, oh, you know, oh, that's okay. I'm, I'm absolutely fine not being as active because mm. I, I go through those struggles. Yeah. And as a tennis coach, I'm still wanting to be active. And so 
I purposely try to get in shape for the tennis season. Yeah. And then I end up getting more medical setbacks. So in the last three years, I've had five surgeries. <laughs> and they seem to happen right around tennis season. Oh. So I've had two foot surgeries um, during tennis season. I've had two ear surgeries um, right around tennis season. And so- People might not realize that rheumatoid arthritis causes more than just achy joints. Yes. Right? It I mean, causes it's... disfiguration, mm -hmm. and that's why I've had to have some foot surgeries. And, ears. Yeah, and it's affected my ears and all sorts of things. So I wear hearing aids. I hope I'm not talking too loud. Oh, do you? I didn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I wouldn't be able to hear you. Otherwise, my hearing is shot. Oh, um, no. Yeah, so. You just take it all in stride. Oh, well. Do I, you I, or like, or is that just outward Gary? Like when Gary goes home. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I In all honesty, um, I have to. I have to stay in fellowship with Christ every single day. Mm. He, I, I start my day with him and I'm not trying to come across as there's a formula for sure. joy, but joy is just knowing who you are in Christ and um, knowing that, you know, you can have joy amidst these storms. Yeah. You can have, you know, and I find my joy only in Christ. Mm. And for me, it's, um, you know, <laughs> I don't want to sound morbid, but the thought of being in heaven with, with Jesus is, um, it's a wonderful thought for many reasons. Mm -hmm. um, number one, I can cash this body in because <laughs> I'm in pain, I'm in pain every day. Um, uh, and, that's, and all day long, right? And all day long. Yeah. And so um, that wears me down and, um, but I, I would say, you know, do I do I still go through my struggles and my ups and downs? Absolutely. Yeah. There are times where I I'm in so much pain, like after a practice and and stuff like that, and I just have to continue to to pray. And then sometimes it's just simple things like, well, let's go watch something stupid on Netflix, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so yeah. um, so anyway, but I I would have to say God's grace has been very very good um you know and i know that he he's not going to leave me or forsake me and um yeah and i guess i know he equips me with what i need mm -hmm. you know and i see his provision my, i have to rely on his provision like the israelites had to rely on god's provision when they were in the wilderness because mm. i can't look to tomorrow i can't look to see hey what's my health going to be like a year from now okay what if yeah. this continues to progress Right. And what if I'm not able to oh. to walk much and all that stuff? I, I can't, yeah. I, you know, for me, it's like I, I would just want his strength to be sufficient for for today. It's and like a gift and a burden to think like that. Yes. But we should yes. all think like that. Really, we should. Right? Yeah. But our minds can, we want to plan, you know, we want to plan our future, but you know, it is God that orchestrates our steps. Yes. And so, yes. but yeah, it is, it, it's, um, it is a constant battle. And I would not be telling the truth if I didn't say, I, I don't have my pity parties and my times where I feel really discouraged and yeah. times where I'm like, you know what? I should probably just give up coaching because <gasps> it just no. hurts. It just hurts too much, sure. you know? Of course. Yeah. So, of course, how does it impact like the way you coach, the way you teach, the way you parent, do you think, I mean, it's gotta have impact I, on that. I think that's a great question. Um, it actually has, um, I, I have to coach differently. 
Yeah. Uh, I have to delegate more. Oh, sure. And so yeah. I just am, I no longer have to be the one who runs all these drills. I let the younger people do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I, I... You've taught them too, right? Yeah, You've been I, able to teach them yeah. to do that, and then you can see them rise to the occasion. Absolutely. And it just, I, I like to empower my assistants and and ask them, hey, can you can you run these drills? That frees me up from a lot of the pounding. Uh-huh. And then I can walk around more and instruct on a more one-to-one basis, which uh-huh. is great. Uh-huh. Um, from a parenting perspective too, it's... Um, I think it's perfectly fine and and good to, you know, I have three kids still living at home and when I'm really hurting, just I throw out a text. It would be a blessing if one of you would mow the lawn for me. Yeah. And usually my oldest will be like, I'm on it, dad. Oh. And I think it's good, yes. you know, for them to be able to to be serving in that way. Uh-huh. And so, and I, I also think too, um, when you are someone who battles a lot of pain, you develop a level of empathy toward others who are in pain, whether Absolutely. it's physical pain or emotional pain. Um, we all have our struggles, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the more that I've walked through this, because when I was young, I felt felt healthy, invincible, and mm-hmm. couldn't really yes. relate to people in pain, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I thought it was like, an attitude. It up, get yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now I know that, you know, there's, yeah, there's pain is real and mm-hmm. you know I just have a, a higher level of empathy than I think I had before for sure I know um, my daughter Kylie mm-hmm. has Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and so she had chronic pain when she was playing for you yeah I remember and, that. and you didn't she doesn't want anyone to give her an excuse or or to um, she doesn't want to be that girl mm-hmm. that sits out and you've respected that about her and you didn't you know poop you didn't um, What's the word? Pity her and yeah, like that. Her you, and, you, yeah, pamper her. Yeah, pamper her. Like yeah. you let her rise to the occasion mm-hmm. with support. And I bet that's how like a struggling student might need that too, right? Yeah. Like you're not you're gonna give them the respect that they need, mm-hmm. and then they can rise to the occasion. Yeah, and overcome. Right, because there is that fine line. Because I'm I know, um, I mean, your daughter rarely got to the point where she's just like I. I can't do it today. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't know if I can even remember that, but I knew that she was in pain mm-hmm. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And you can, um, not that we want to be martyrs and yeah. like, I'm going to fight through all the pain <laughs> in the world, you know, but I just did come in from taping two wrists from okay. my tennis players. And one of them, I communicated earlier, I'm like, well, maybe you should rest today. And yeah. and she pushed back and said, well, what about my doubles partner? And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tape her up because I want her not to get more injured or anything. Uh-huh. But you know what? More power to her for okay. I'm gonna press through some pain uh-huh. and work through it, get through the week. And on the other hand, you have to almost like humble yourself to rest. Like I feel like you, that's oh, yeah. really hard for you. It is. So how do you do that? Enough? I do. And you know what? Going back to um, because my not, role, like, powering yes. through is not always. The, Right. The godly thing or the best thing to do right. either. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think the one area I didn't address necessarily was my role as a husband. And uh-huh. I would say it has been hard uh, to just when I am really struggling physically to just admit it and say, mm. you know, to my wife, I'm really hurting and I just need to kick up my feet instead of going for that walk where we can connect 
or mm -hmm. you know taking our dog out or whatever mm -hmm. um but you know and it's it's hard because i, I want to say yes i want to you know i want to say yes to most things mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. anyway what would you say um to someone who has been like re recently diagnosed with ra like because they're gonna listen to this and be like, holy smokes, mm -hmm. this is, I'm up for a battle. Mm -hmm. And they probably are. I have a friend that was just two years ago and, sure. I, I, and I've heard about her battle too. And, but I know another young person that was recently diagnosed, someone whose mom is in my Bible study. Sure. And I, I didn't even tell her what I knew about it because I'm like, oh my friend Gary, geez, like it's been rough. Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say it's, it's humbling, but, um, share it with some close friends that you know are willing to pray for you and to mm -hmm. provide encouragement. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, when I, I meet people, I don't say, hi, I'm Gary. I have rheumatoid arthritis. No, no one would know it after yeah. they met you. In fact, I, I am pretty private about it. And you know, I guess I don't want it to define me. Um, but I would say... So don't let it define you. Don't let it define you. Um, it's a condition. It doesn't have to be your identity, but you also want to give it some credit though and say, all right, well, if this is what I'm battling, I want to be able to battle it well mm. through having good medical care. Um, if you don't sense that your doctor is being very proactive in trying different medications, I've, I've tried probably about seven or eight different medications. Ooh. I've gotten second opinions. Mm -hmm. um, you, you do have to be very proactive mm -hmm. in the medical world to, you know, to try to get that treatment. Um, I think make sure that you're very truthful when you do go to doctor visits and you uh -huh. know, yeah, they, they need to know yeah. what's hurting mm -hmm. and, and to get your attention. And I, I learned the hard way. Uh, it, it led to one of my surgeries when I probably wasn't as vocal enough. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. I would say that's important. Um, to also, um, you know, do some reading, but there are going to be some resources out there that are going to be very discouraging. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, really standing on, okay, well, what are, what does God have to say about our future? Mm -hmm. And what does God have to say about today and, and who, um, who we are and how we deal with suffering and all that? Because scripture talks a lot about it. And I think it's, it's a, battle you don't want to try to fight a hundred percent in the flesh you, you really do oh, need to Gary, absolutely like first and foremost um give it to the lord and not that you know he will absolutely take care of anything if he if he wants to heal you physically you know supernaturally fantastic mm -hmm. great mm -hmm. um and I know some people that happens. It's a, there's a five percent chance. You know, I mean, there's a, you know, people go into lifelong remission. Uh, I have people like my parents who continually will pray, and they know I'm okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. but my dad's like, I'm gonna keep praying. I'm gonna keep praying. I would too if I yeah. was your parent. Yeah, and and I appreciate that. <laughs> uh -huh. And you know what? Um, Either any way I look at it, I, it it's going to be good because God's either going to heal me on this side of eternity mm -hmm. or when I see him face to face. Mm -hmm. So it's all good. What do you say to people um, who will be like, how do the bad things happen to such nice people, such hardworking, good people who love the Lord? Like how, why is that? Well, that's... I know it's like a huge <laughs> question, but like how do you, what's your take on that? Yeah, well, I, first of all, I would say, um, 
Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say if you have trouble. Mm -hmm. we, we all will have trouble. Yeah. And our trouble looks differently. Um, but he also says, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't have to look very far. My, my dad and I talk about this too, um, where you can feel bad about your own health, but then you hear about this young person who's going through horrible dementia or Parkinson's disease oh, and yeah, some of these right. other debilitating conditions where it's like, well, I thought I had it bad, but oh my goodness, it could be a lot worse. Um, and it's okay, you know what? I, I, I think it's a fair question, but mm -hmm. you know, God doesn't, God doesn't cause these things to happen. That's right. We live in a fallen world That's right. where we have sickness and we have disease. It's, it's just the way life is in our fallen world. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I don't have the answer for that other than I know that God is good, He is faithful, mm -hmm. and you know, I know that all of those things are, are true. And okay. so, and you don't have to look very far, especially during these, this recent year. Uh, all yeah, of these right. lives that have been impacted by this pandemic and, yeah. and that too. There's there's a lot of horrible stories out there. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's just, there's always been suffering. There always will be suffering, but, but God is good. Yeah. And I, I know it sounds like a contradiction, but it's a, it's a both and. Both are true. Yes. Coming from a math teacher. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> a little I bit of logic. That. A little bit of logic. No, there. I love that. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. It's so true. So one more question. Um, you talk about, um, like, obviously, Heidi, your beautiful wife, is a great support for you and your mm -hmm. family. Are there? Do you have other people that you rely on, or like? How, I would think that would be an important part of your life. Yes. Yeah. I have a couple really good um, brothers in Christ who. Uh -huh. um, well, I reach out to at different times and I'm in regular conversation with um, two of them are pastors one of them has just been a good friend for a long time mm. and I think that's such an important thing especially for us men I, um, right? yes. we, we normally don't surround ourselves with a lot of people and uh -huh. um, that that could be a really big mistake because you can um, well it's it's just it's we are designed to be in fellowship with one another. We are, but we men are. are also like, I'm going to take care of this. I'm yep. going to look out for my family. We're, we're fixers too. We think, oh, mm -hmm. we're going to fix it, and mm -hmm. and that's that's a risk that you have to take. Mm -hmm. And you know, I've even told my pastor, you know what? I feel bad because I feel like I am. Every time I reach out to you, I just feel like it's because I'm. Because you're down. I have another, I have another <laughs> thing wrong with me, and I'm Aww. like, and my heart is like, I want to be at the point where I'm actually serving, and yes. I want to be able to pour into others. But I guess you know what? Okay, but you do that but all the time. Yeah, I do, and I have to just accept that. Okay, um, I I'm doing the right thing by reaching out. Um, there's been times where my pastor and a good friend. We'll get together, we'll uh -huh. pray for one another, yeah. get anointed with oil. Um, it, you know, it's what we're called to do, you know. Yeah. Be, you know, come alongside and uh, go to the Lord together. And it, it does require humility. It does. Yeah. And I, I would say I probably wasn't as comfortable doing that at first. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's natural too, yeah. right? Yep. You learn through a crisis because yeah. you kind of it started with a crisis and then it becomes, I don't know if it's still a crisis. Yeah. You kind of have them up and down um, to, to really look, look for help. And like you said at the very beginning, you have to be in fellowship with the Lord every single day. You do. Um, that was a, one of the first things you said. And I, that really, you know. And I also love when you said, you can't battle this in the only in the flesh. No. Like that was something I'm going to remember mm-hmm. from what you said. Do you have a favorite Bible verse before we close? You've had a lot today, and I don't want to put you on the spot. Yeah. I mean, there's a million, but. Well. Or maybe it goes into, like, how you figured out, actually, I can. Yeah. Well, my life verse is Proverbs 3, verses 4 and 5. You know, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your path. Mm. Um, And I would say, you know, part of, well, there's just many wonderful things about that. Number one, you know, in this uncertain world, who do we trust? Do we trust the news? Do we trust the upcoming vaccine do, right. we track, uh, do we trust our you know if we have the right political candidates you know yeah right all of this stuff no we trust in the lord not leaning on our own understanding we don't we're not in a position to try to figure out everything yes and and so and we're also not in the power when i think about you know how can i work through this and all of that it's through christ's empowerment um and so and and all your ways you know, um, depend on him. Um, part of my affliction has been, wow, it, it really requires me to be dependent. Mm. I question what, you know, would I press into him as much if I was completely healthy? Yeah, right. And I hate to, you know, if I answer that correctly or honestly, I would probably say, well, I, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. And I right. hate to say that. No, I think that's yeah. so common for us. I think everyone listening can relate to that. And whatever affliction, yeah. struggle, everybody's got them. Like you said, in this world, yep. you will have trouble. Right. And it, we, and that's when we have to press in even more. Yep. We, 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 we seek him and we find him in the struggle. Yes. And, you know, just going to the, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I think that mm-hmm. you know, knowing the context of that beautiful verse is knowing that Paul, Paul was going through a lot worse than I was. Mm. Paul was in prison. Those mm. Roman prisons were awful and Mm. you don't basically make it out of there alive Mm. and chances are he was chained to an officer and or maybe even a dead person who knows i mean they were horrible horrible disease smell and the sounds and the the cold and And he struggled with his eyesight he he wanted healing but with his eye eyesight and you know he kept going before the lord and you know, he's, and God said, my grace is sufficient mm. for you. And I don't read that saying, well, then I shouldn't ask for healing. Right, right. Because I, I believe that God still does heal. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's keep asking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he may say yes. <laughs> but anyway, I think um, I that. That, that's pretty much, I guess, where, where I draw my strength. And, mm-hmm. um, and I just got to say God is good and this has been a well let me do the math 17 years and um, I'm hoping for a surgery free year (laughs) Um, but we'll see you know he's continually seen me through and Mm -hmm. yeah what I would say like a verse I think of when I think of you is the joy of the Lord is my strength 
Mm. And I love that about you. So. Oh, thank you. And I, I do pray for that joy. Yeah. Because well, it's, it's something you have to fight for. And yeah. it's different than happiness. That's right. It is, right? Yeah. You do have to fight for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are a fighter. And so oftentimes I'll get texts from family and they'll say, how are you doing? And I'll say, well, I'm tired or busy. <laughs> but... You know, and if I am filled with joy, I will share that too. Aww. But I'm filled with joy because it's, yeah. it's another thing. It's a both hand. Yeah, I'm busy. My to-do list is really long and our internet's not working here at school. Um, <laughs> right? And I have students coming on Monday. And you have students about And I have students waiting for me. But you know what? Hey, you know what? And, and it's the joy that comes from knowing the Lord and mm -hmm. he and being in fellowship with him and, and knowing his promises. Mm. Well, thank you for pointing us to Jesus in such a powerful way today. Oh, thank you. I love talking to you. Yeah, it was great. thank you. We'll Maybe I can place. visit again sometime. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. You're welcome. Bye-bye. I don't know about you, but that sure is an epic, actually, I can story, in my opinion. Now, I'm recording this episode in September, which you may not know is also National Pain Awareness Month. I think it's really important to understand more about chronic pain and what it's like for people who have it. And so I added a link to the website in the episode notes. It reminds me again that you never know what people are going through. and We need to offer grace to others, no matter the circumstances, because it's so important and it makes the world a better place. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Thank you to Lacey Canfield for allowing me to play her music in my podcast. I encourage you to check her out on iTunes or wherever you purchase music. Another huge thank you to those of you who have left me a message, a comment, some stars, or shared the podcast with a friend. I appreciate that so much. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you experience your own Actually I Can moments. In a perfect picture.